Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Vengeance won't change the past. Mine or anyone else's. I have to become more. Hi, this is Michael Uslin. You're listening to Batman on Film. Episode number 93 of the Batman on Film Social Hour podcast. We're back with the 17th edition of the show within a show, The Batman, chapter by chapter, titled, I Have to Become More. I am hosting this one. Uh, Bill's had a bit too much Mountain Dew and gave up the hosting <coughs> duties to me. Uh, and we have a full house. I am oh, Ryan Lauer. Yes, that's me. Uh, I've senior contributor, Ryan Lauer. And joining me, we have a full house. Um, let's just hop right to them. Uh, Justin Kowalski in hey. one corner. Hey. Uh, Micah Ramey in another corner. That's me. There he is. And then the the big the big Dukeroo, the gumbo guru, Bill Jet Ramey himself, is in the other corner. Bill, say hello. hello. There you are. Okay. Wow, hello. for somebody on Mountain Dew. You sound very calm. Um, it has the uh, reverse effect on me. <laughs> yeah, whereas it gives us a spike, it almost kills Bill. It takes one shot of Mountain Dew. I'm, also, I'm um, also, also older than y'all, so I'm all right. Slow. Well, come on. Okay. Uh, we're, the, I mean, boys to men sing at best. We're at the end of the road. Uh, Bill, this is the final chapter of the Batman of the movie we still mm-hmm. have the credits scene to come up as well as the two deleted scenes mm-hmm. um, that you and i are gonna are gonna do and we talked about it a long time ago i think at the beginning of how we are going to make a, a discussion about credits interesting and we will yes. probably talk for an entire hour because we're up to the challenge uh so stick around next chapter by chapter and we'll we'll get into that but yeah, this is the the grand finale of the Batman. And Justin, when you were on last time, like you demanded. I think we cut <laughs> off the the mic before we got to it, but you demanded that you come back for this discussion right here. But uh, happy to have you, and then Micah, happy to have you on as well. This will be a good a good talk, gentlemen. Yes, it's a good chapter. Um, now, Micah was supposed to be on the last one, but. He slept in, and that's okay. I said, you can come on chapter 17. 
come on. He had to call me out like that. You could have been like, oh, yeah, <laughs> difficulties. He had work to go yes. to or something came he, up. No, oh. he did. He he worked late and missed the show. We did it early. So I said, you just get on Chapter 17. It's going to be a good one as well. And uh, here he is. So I've got to slander my work ethic like that. Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, let's just get started with, I mean, the last... Would you almost say, Bill, the last discussion might have been the most action-packed chapter that we've had yes. of all of yes. the chapters? Yeah, it felt a little bit nonstop, um, and it was a good one, good discussion. And yeah, this is the capper to the movie in which it opens up with kind of a sky shot of of Gotham. We're kind of seeing, you know, the next morning about you know uh, Gotham being flooded. We see Falcone's office, you know, being flooded, but then. Uh, the penguin is standing in that office as as we hear it seems like the batman's final journal entry for this movie and the shots line up pretty pretty well with Mm -hmm. what he's writing into the journal and in which this kind of hit differently now especially this week for the penguin standing in falcone's office as you know batman is narrating about you know looting and lawlessness will be rampant in the parts of the city no one can get to it can already see things will get worse before they get better and some will seize the chance to grab everything they can yeah and now we know like it seems like this is where the penguin series is going to kind of pick up when they yeah. start filming that next year did it hit it yeah. different for any of you guys this time around knowing that information now um i would say well i've watched it <laughs> i've watched the movie several times since we knew the penguin was coming, but this is the first time I've watched this scene since, since Colin Farrell said specifically, we knew it was going to take place after the Batman, but he said it takes place. It's just like a couple of weeks. There's still water in Gotham. And so, yeah, I mean, you, you you look at it that way. He's, you know, um, especially when he says some, some will see this as a chance to grab everything they can. He's in Falcone's office, looking out the window over Gotham so he's already probably in his mind, this is just, you know, me, my, my fan, my fan brain going is like, he's contemplating how he's going to make his move and become mm-hmm. the, the, the big boss now that Carmine is gone. Yeah. That seems really cool. Cause he, like with the penguin looking out the window in Batman, you know, I can already see things getting worse, how things can get worse. <clears throat> Penguin's like, this is how I'm going to make things worse yes. <laughs> as he's looking out there. So what I love about doing the rewatch is because I've been doing it with the subtitles too. And I think it helps you think more and just, especially mm-hmm. like, um, you know, as you kind of go back and try to catch it and catch it, like there is a lot of like intentional or not the way things like you're saying at the top, Ryan, how things kind of line up with dialogue and the camera work. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's nice to have like, I mean, that's what's great about when you watch a movie, you put your own little spin on like how you took it. But like, I see that as such an intentional like like take at the end. Like Batman's realizing how things are going to get bad and then opportunity knocks to people who want to capitalize on stuff like that. And Penguin is ready to like, you know, take control. So yeah, I love that spot. I love that shot. I like the, the, the journal entry kind of bookends the beginning. Because, you know, you have the Riddler scene at the very beginning where he kills the mayor. And then you have, you know, then it goes into the journal. 
And then now it's the the final journal entry with Batman being heroic and, you know, everything. We mm-hmm. get into that in a second. And then there's that last scene with him and Selena where there's no journal entry. So it's kind of, it's kind of a bookend and um, you can see what he writes the first time we hear him in his journal mm-hmm. um, about, you know, um, they think I'm hiding him in the shadows. I am the shadows. I'm out, you know, I'm in the element and so forth. And his, the way he writes after all this is completely different, completely different. Yeah. He's, yeah. So it, it when we leave the penguin, we do see we, we cut to Bella Real. Um who's wait, can I warrior. jump in real quick before you hit Bella? Because this this jumps right into you. Sorry. Okay. Because her first line is we will rebuild. And that's like that's still on the penguin's face. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so it's yeah, almost yeah. like I'm gonna rebuild. And it's yeah. not like he has this crazy face, like ah, like he's scheming. It's it's almost like he's like he's staring out that window at like what's next what's the opportunity you know mm-hmm. it's not a goofy comic book ending where it's like ah you know yeah like yeah. he's getting the he's, duck he's <laughs> i love the duck he's staring <laughs> out the window like and when she says we will rebuild i'm like oh shoot everyone's gonna rebuild good and bad mm-hmm. so i mm-hmm. I, 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 li- I like that yes stuff. sorry that's no it's no, a good okay. point i've never i've never thought that and that even adds yeah. another layer to it because yeah. yeah, not only everyone's is got an opportunity. <laughs> goods rebuilding and bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and she continues in her speech and because she's on a podium. And I mean, she's a real trooper and how she, you know, she was shot the night before, but you know, she's got her arm in a sling. She's out there with with police and other other people speaking to the media. And she says, Together we will learn to believe in Gotham again. Michael, what's your impression of uh Bella Real by the by the end of the movie then? Maybe even in comparison to how you felt about her toward the, at the beginning of the movie. Well, at the beginning of the movie, I kind of thought she was some sort of an asshole, just going straight up to Bruce Wayne, <laughs> demanding his attention and his support as uh, someone running for mayor. It kind of it seemed like if you watch it again, she just kind of walks up to him, interrupts Bruce Wayne, and just kind of demands like, "Hey, like you're the most influential person in Gotham. Why don't you join me and aid me?" But it does seem like toward the end of the movie where she's trying to calm everyone down and and Gotham Square Garden and ultimately almost risking her life and also trying to bring everyone together after all the chaos and destruction that she's we're supposed to believe that she's honorable and she's going to lead Gotham into into some better way Mm -hmm. but I'm still not sold on her 100% you never know with Gotham and its politicians so that's true I I'm I am sold on her and I do by the the last scene how she did accept the help to get after the the kid did she accepted the help with Batman I did take and I think Bill and I mentioned it too of how that almost seemed like okay we're gonna work together kind of accepting Batman's help because they are on like they have the same goal and so it, it'll be interesting to me and hopefully she does return I can't see how she wouldn't in the sequel in some form but it'll be interesting to see what Reeves and company do with her, with Batman, with Gordon, with Gotham itself, and how much of a key player that that she will be in the sequels. Because they have built, uh, I think, a, so regardless and how you felt about her toward the beginning, Mike, I think it's fair to say like we could agree that she is like a strong character. Uh, yeah. And so 
like I just feel like they've really they've set her up pretty well to see how does she fit into the whole Gotham rebuild um come the sequel maybe even in the Penguin series I don't know I mean um oh yeah she, she surely could pop up yeah in that and that would work just fine um if Justin or Bill you guys have any thoughts about Bella Rayal? I was just um, thinking about her name her name yeah go <laughs> like yeah that's an intentional name like the color Bella you know a Rayal like, change which, yeah huh well beautiful like a right that's what it means. like like she's is she and i don't want to think too much but that's what that's why you do shows like this is to mm-hmm. like extrapolate yeah. so i'm like we're thinking too much about everything right? right like but her name really just means like authentic beauty right and so is mm-hmm. it like gotcha. we need something like this to help lead into the mm-hmm. future you know because this is a new character it's not like a, a character that's in the books or anything that's all i was thinking of like the in like when you name something Mm-hmm. that's a there's intention there and so an original creation here they can do you know there's no uh strict rules to follow by there's no like oh you've ruined the character or anything because it's an original character so they mm-hmm. really can yeah. go anywhere with her which that's yeah. uh that's exciting to to see yeah. um and and so i don't think she has any like ulterior motive is why i say mm-hmm. that like she's real she's she, that's like a person you can trust like you know sometimes you're like i don't know is the mayor corrupt or not i think no she's 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 authentic to who she is and you know whether beauty means you know like there's a whole bunch of different things she can be the bringer of it she can be helping in that um mm-hmm. so anyways just thinking of her name moving forward like she's an ally yeah that's what i, I hope she, i hope yeah. there isn't like a clashing um off screen to where their enemies yeah. it'd be more interesting to me to see how they work with their constraints you know yeah. how they she's definitely together. like a, a go-getter like like michael was saying yeah. like she's calling people out like hey are you gonna help or what like you know yeah what's that line correct. she says it was in the last <laughs> chapter like that's what was wrong right before she gets shot when she goes out and gordon's oh, yeah. trying to keep her from going out she's that's what's wrong with this city then when i don't get i you know no, no one, one wants to stand up and do the right thing yeah but i yeah. do excuse yeah. me <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like with that it's like oh no give that to some other people don't say that to jim gordon <laughs> he's a good guy don't <laughs> yell at him he's good <laughs> yeah. uh and i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up a connection here and as we see the state of gotham um our favorite our favorite italian uh peter vera his favorite batman story is no man's land the the mentioning of the national guard is coming and martial law is in effect I mean, it's just a little bit of like, I wonder if there is going to be any kind of subplots, any influence from No Man's Land that Reeves will explore, whether in Penguin series or the Batman, because I definitely thought of that. And I know Pete mentioned it like instantly right away of this does set up a little bit of that massive No Man's Land storyline. I would say depends on how much time has passed between the Batman and the sequel. Now, with, with the Penguin series, obviously, um, you'll still have that element because Gotham's still, you know, somewhat um, been destroyed with the flood, and you've they've had to bring in the National Guard, and they're under martial law and so forth. So I guess it's just depending on the time frame with that. Um, but I, I, we'll see. I mean, as far as the sequel, we'll see. I don't know. I'm just kind mm-hmm. of um, focused on. Um, well, I did like the line speaking to Marshall. He when he says that 
in the journal that the criminal element never sleeps. So, yeah, you know, he knows that he's still, his work's not finished and it, you know, he even, and it's, he's got to go back out and deal with that while the others deal with the destruction. Yes. And then the, the meat and potatoes of this chapter probably takes like 30 seconds maybe 40 seconds and i'm going to hit up on the on it in in two ways first off i'm going to mention uh what bruce is narrating in his journal and how he says i'm starting to see now i've had an effect here but not the one i intended vengeance won't change the past mine or anyone else's i have to become more people need hope to know someone's out there for them the city's angry scarred like me our scars can destroy us even after the physical wounds have healed. But if we survive them, they can transform us. They can give us the power to endure and the strength to fight. So that is, that's what we're hearing him narrate to us. Mm -hmm. And then visually as we're seeing, we're seeing Batman carry a woman in the middle of a group of people that are sitting and he carries them, carries her to uh, basically like a stretcher to be lifted up in a, in a helicopter. And as he lets her go, she puts her arm out fast, quickly reacting, which you can see that she's just like scared and grabs his grabs his arm in which he looks at, a, at at her hand and he looks at her and he like puts his hand on her hand and puts it down and then does like a nod yeah. as then he stands there and watches her as she gets carried away. I wrote so I think down, all of us have plenty to say yeah. here. And Bill, I think yeah. you should go first. I, I wrote um, again about Pattinson's I acting because he said mm -hmm. you know there's the voiceover but what he's doing in that scene it's not you know there's no dialogue and the way that he looks when she reaches out for him because she's scared mm -hmm. um she's not scared of him and he she wants some kind of comfort from him and it's almost like he's he because he looks at her hand and it's like he is not, hasn't been used to that. Mm -hmm. Because think back, I, I think there's a little symmetry with, you know, the the gang scene where he kicks the gang's mm -hmm. ass. When yeah. the guy he saves is afraid of him. Yeah, that's a good point. And he yeah. says, yeah, please don't hurt me, right? And yep. that's the effect he wanted then. He just yeah. wanted to scare the hell out of everybody. And he was vengeance and... You know, uh, that was, that's what, that's all it mattered. And now, you know, and you take about it, I have to be something more and it, it just makes a whole different, it's a whole different deal here, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Justin, is, go ahead. I, yeah, I'm saying this is my favorite scene. This is like a top five Batman scene, like in, in you know, probably in all media because it, it we don't typically see Batman hero of the people all the time. He's always like, you know, up and above and, and they make it work here. It's not typically this could be kind of goofy, right? But mm -hmm. this works so well. Um, and just, yeah, just like Bill said, what I wrote in my notes was I shall become a bat. Like that's when he starts out, right? He shall become a bat. And we don't like get that in the movie, but um, now he's beyond that. Yeah. That's the whole, like, I want, I gotta be, you know, to be something more and the head nod, man. <laughs> I don't know why it just did it for me. Like when he nods his head, mm -hmm like yeah reassurance that, yeah the reassurance like it's gonna like, be okay yeah and it's like she like she it's it's almost like hey we're human we're both human you know 
I don't know, man. It, it was like the defining part for him to be the hero in Gotham, you know? And and it's cool that he's he's doing all this amongst the National Guard and fire, yeah. firemen and stuff. It's like, hey, all the heroes in the city are here to help, you know? And by it's like by him, that's intentional. Batman sticking around to help is an intentional like act on him. And that like it humanizes him. It also like changes his the perception of him, you know? And they're talking about it on the news and everything like that. And so... Yeah, I absolutely love this scene. It this is what did it for me. Like going, you know, for the movie, like as this as this whole like thing was happening, I was like, oh, I absolutely love this. And the in the preceding like chapter work, you know, sure. leading people out with the with yeah, the, the, the uh, flare and stuff. So yeah, this this was great, man. That whole that like if you don't like this scene, man, you don't you don't like that, man. <laughs> there you go. He's not a gatekeeper <laughs> or anything, but that's that's the bottom line. That's it right um, there. <laughs> Micah, what do you, how about you? How do you feel about this? I think I'm just going to be echoing what all three of you have discussed about it. And I would agree with Justin. And this is by far my favorite scene in the movie. And it's where all kind of the story threads kind of come together with the specific wording that Bruce is using during this mm-hmm. monologue while writing in his journal. And also what you're seeing on screen with him becoming more of a human, becoming Gotham's hero, not just this weapon of vengeance he's he's becoming uh hope and i mean he says that specifically the city needs hope mm-hmm. and that's the direction he's moving into and i think there's a lot of threads uh i think my dad brought up a moment with at the very beginning where bruce saves that man and he's still terrified of batman and there's also moments where he finally learns that there's another type of of physical touching that's not just inherently negative all he knows is beating people to a pulp and he kind of learns through selena some type of romantic interest and when she forces a kiss upon him and then later on i think another one of my favorite moments in the film and i think a defining moment where bruce wayne starts evolving is is the hospital scene with alfred where i knew you were gonna say that yeah great point and i think he learns from these characters over the movie and you just see it all come together in this one moment where He's he finally becomes a, a version of Batman that we all know and love and and a guiding light to the city. And I just I loved it. And I, and I I mean, I wholeheartedly agree with Justin. I don't know how you do not like this scene. I actually have. I love bringing up the the, the Schneider fanboys whenever I can and then like talking shit about it on Twitter. Schneider, like, the Schneider fanboys. <laughs> where it's like, you're my Batman beat a God. Your Batman carried a girl around on a to a gurney and it's like oh my god come on okay it's brilliant yeah i so for me there's i got i got goosebumps at this part for sure probably the first few times that i did watch it because of what what batman's narrating but then also what's not being said but is being said um and i think that what we've seen throughout the whole movie is physically batman being a hero like we've seen him in a chase take out the penguin and you know manually like tie him up and uh you know interrogate him and we just saw in the preceding chapter the him physically fighting and taking down all the riddler goons but it's like here he's like emotionally being a hero of people just his presence and people are actually seeing this myth of this character that's fighting criminals seeing him carry somebody and then that whole without saying a word for the girl that's scared and 
you know, reaches out to him and they're reaching back. And then, yeah, I mean, it's a freaking nod. But as he yeah. does that, like slight nod, you know, to her like that, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I could sit there and watch these dramas of people bawling and nothing. And then Batman nods. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. There's something that's just so, so great. Uh, yeah. all, how all great is how great is Pattinson as Batman when he says nothing? Yeah. And it, it's throughout this film. And that really struck me because I, you know, I'm saying again, I'll say it again. I wrote it down that his eye acting with that, with that, with that girl was great. The way he looks at her, her hand, you know? Yeah. It's just it's such just, a good, yeah. it's just such a good assurance. Cause there's so much, I think on a, on a human level that we can all like experience too of, you know, people can re- react genuinely react uh, quickly and extreme and that's not like a negative it's like you know in pain suffering uh worried anxious all that they can react like very like ah and they need that that comfort of like somebody's got you it's all good we're gonna be okay we're gonna make it and it's like you know that quick of she's doing fine because he's there and then she gets the sense that he's leaving her and it's like oh no i'm gonna be alone but i mean just a simple hand nod and it's like oh my god yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just it's great and it may be just you know hyperbolic you can just keep going on about it but it i don't know it, it just nails that whole point and bill i wasn't even thinking like how you'd mentioned coming full circle because at the beginning of the movie you have a victim who batman saved and has that that reaction and it's mm-hmm. almost been a it's been a complete 180 yeah. here and in the in in the meantime so maybe first viewing, you're not picking up on every single word being said because you are focused on the imagery. But then as you start to think of the words that are matching up perfectly with, you know, with the pictures of, you know, I have to become more people need hope to know someone's out there for them, you know, and all that. And it's he's summarizing his entire journey from this movie, basically, with that of, you know, it's not like he's been wrong. He just needs to evolve and be better than what he's been. And so he has, he's on the right path now. He's kind of figured that out. So this is an evolving Batman that we're going to see not more of the same next go around, but, you know, evolved into more heroic figure and stuff. And that's, that's really, really exciting to which if God forbid, you know, we never got a follow-up, it's still like we got, this has been such a good capper on this movie of this version. You know where he's heading. Yes. That's, you know where he's (laughs) heading. Exactly. uh, I want to go back and watch the the uh beat down of the gang scene and listen because they deserve it yeah and <laughs> i just and, want to see him kick ass <laughs> and and listen to that um that that voiceover from the the first journal entry yeah and to and compare it to this scene it's just it's just they fit but they are completely opposite and i just think this they're is- it's intentional <laughs> You know, this might just be like the longest week Batman's ever had in any medium. You know, <laughs> it's like this is like yeah. the long week after Halloween, you know, or something like that. And, um, because yeah, he's he's <laughs> seen he's seen some shit, <laughs> he's seen some shit for sure. But this moves, it's great because then, like, after that scene, we do get a shot of you know the Gotham Arena, James Star Thompson Center in Chicago, totally flooded, and then it cuts to being on. TV as news mm-hmm. is, you know, we see that lower third, uh, and we're hearing the newscaster, and then we're hearing 
Uh, and we're inside of Arkham and it's I mean I think we all knew going in there's gonna be something and we see if we see we don't we hear Edward Nashton and then we're seeing a couple of you know doors inside Arkham and we see a figure silhouette pop up in the window of one of the cells and I, I didn't write down the entire but we know it's Joker okay this has been the thing that we were all waiting on um and as Nashon's just like running to the window and looking out and he's flipping out in his own cell because his plans, you know, Batman saved the day. They didn't fully go through. But I think from a villain's perspective, he's being a little hard on himself because he really did F some shit up in Gotham. So he, <laughs> he didn't yes. totally yeah. bomb. That's what I want to ask. <laughs> I want to ask. Well, he, he did bomb. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he, um, you see him, his reaction to that. I mean, he all the bombs went off gotham was flooded mm-hmm. but that's not what that's not what he wanted he wanted no. to sit there in arkham and watch it with batman because they were yeah you know <laughs> they were he, in their, his mind they were partners right yeah and um until batman said you got a goddamn mind you know um yeah but uh so his reaction to that is like my plan didn't work you know, and then you got the Joker going, hey, hey, don't be sad, you know? <laughs> and- oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Before we hop to Jokers, I want to pick your guys' brains then because okay. in looking at it, so we saw in <clears throat> as the bombs are going off, we saw Nashton go boom, boom. Yeah. So bombs went off. The new mayor-elect did get shot, just not shot and killed. Mm-hmm. And then, so it, to me, it seems like there was a jump in emotion here because by the time the bombs were going off, he was very excited and enjoying it. And at that point he knew him and Batman weren't partners Yeah, because they'd already had the Arkham scene. So what happened that made him, that put him in the state that we see here in Arkham? Like, what did he not accomplish that gave him that dramatic shift? Cause last we saw him, everything like it still bombs went off and I guess the new mayor elect wasn't killed well, by his followers. Well, he's Duncan, watching the news. He's seeing yeah. everyone celebrate Batman. They're talking about Batman. And gotcha. It's, it's like, that was supposed to be my friend. And he's yeah, literally helping with the aftermath of our plan. We were supposed to enjoy this together. Instead, he's, you know, helping the, you know, the chaos that I, I i created so that's i think that's the emotional I think that's it and even it would you know even though the bombs went off and gotham flooded batman did take out he took out those goons at yeah. the gotham square garden um because remember he's well, we'll give him some real 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 change now and mm-hmm. batman took them all out and you know they had all the um you know uh, i'm sure there he was planning on like more you know take out the mayor take out everyone that's there and Batman prevented that. And Batman led, led a group out. And like Justin said, yeah, they're, they're celebrating, they're celebrating Batman. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business like that. Let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live that we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set that counted up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand and that, Wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Gotcha. On the news. Yeah. Micah, do you have any, um, any way to set this straight in my mind? I just think he feels incredibly betrayed because, I mean, he thought they were partners mm. the entire time. So Batman's, <laughs> Batman's helping him the entire time with these murders in his mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the end, Batman kind of just shits on him and tells him he's a lunatic and he's out of his mind. and Twitch, psychopath. <laughs> You'll die alone. You're a loser. And, <laughs> Nobody then, likes you. <laughs> and then he doesn't, Batman, I mean, he saves some people, but he doesn't really save today, right? And then at the yeah. end of the day, who are they still talking about? Batman. And then he gets the credit for saving everyone. So it's like, it just kind of feels like, well, Batman, you know, helped me just as much as I did. And then he gets heralded at the end on, you know, what the hell is this? Why are people talking about me? I think Michael's was, right. Betrayed is the is a great way to yeah. put that. Yeah. That was a fresh glass of clarity from Micah Ramey. Thank you, Micah. Uh, <laughs> And then, of course, so, yeah, then enter Joker who goes on a spiel and, like, you know, what, what he says and, you know, very clever as if we didn't know who this was. And he says, what is it they say? One day you're on top, the next you're a clown. And then there's something about the way there's something in the way that he says, hey, 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 don't be sad. You know, yeah. there's, there's like yeah. the, the going higher tone with the sad Gotham loves a comeback story. Yeah. And that's where. And we did get a quick glimmer of uh, in a, one of the trailers or TV spots of Nashton up by the window to where it is full silhouette uh, behind him. And it's that point when he says Gotham loves a comeback story that you see him kind of do like a like a pause and then turn. And he starts to come to the door of like, who is this guy? Like, let me. And then and then, of course, Joker knows how to get him saying, you know, riddle me this. The less yeah. of them you have, the more one is worth. And he says a friend. And then they both just laugh. So with that, I mean, I mean, it's hard to judge, you know, this Joker, completely extreme reactions of this part of the Joker that we see, not counting the deleted scene, um, ranging all over the place. It's just a snippet, but I mean, the characteristic of manipulation is, is definitely on like that's spot on. And he yeah. knows, like he hooked, uh, Nashton and Riddler, I'll just call him Riddler, uh, hooked him from the get-go with this speech, and, you know, feeling like I empathize and I sympathize with you and everything. And then, I, like, the, the kicker here is, is of course, the riddle. Uh, and what that means in the end, it's like Riddler thinking of, like, I've got a friend in here. It's this guy. It's this yeah. guy over here. And, boy, is he in for a surprise when he sees what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but um, um, how'd you guys think? What did you guys think of that? When I first saw it, and um, I was thinking, it, as much as I, I mean, I like, I love the movie. I was like, okay, I got to come up. Well, I wasn't really, not that way, like trying to overtly try to come up with a, a criticism. But I was like, I did say, was that scene really necessary? And I heard some others talk about that. And then I listened to Matt Reeves explain why it was in there, and it completely makes sense. It, it, it completes the joke, or uh, I'm sorry, the Riddler's arc. Um, we have to see that uh, that his reaction that even though his plan was a success, it wasn't a success in his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you get the, ooh, 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 all that, you know, him. And, and the, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then the, the Joker thing, 
you, you, you brought this up right here, Ryan. Again, I learned something new every time we talk about this. He is manipulating the Riddler mm-hmm. straight up, you know, yeah. with, you know, riddle me this and, and hey, 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 don't, don't be sad. sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Gotham likes a comeback. Yeah. The only thing the Riddler needs is a friend and the Joker yeah. is exploiting that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Perfect. Yeah, and and so. that'll be, I hope that we somehow see this paid off in the future somehow, because that's a great, I mean, Micah had just said, you know, there's feeling betrayed. So he thought he had this friend, this ally in Batman, but his friend betrayed him in which that's where he's at his lowest. And, you know, uh, he's looking for that rebound and he's like, yeah, Joker, that's my rebound. So he's got his new friend that he can, you know, he can use that later on to be like to escalate him of like you weren't there for me you know joker was sort of deal something like that that he can he can use in the future which is really cool yeah then they can team up with mr freeze and go steal some diamonds (laughs) go get them diamonds (laughs) it's the i I feel like i I feel the same way bill felt though i i think the scene is good i wish it came before the last scene though because i love that the movie would have ended with just batman staring up at us with kind of the the new mission statement that was the only problem i had i was like oh man you just we just got this really inspiring moment with batman and then we Mm. cut to kind of like lunatic like you know social hour and i was like oh man like either that i felt like and i get what matt reeves was saying like we needed to see the end of his story but like I would have rather have gotten Riddler's story ending first and they could even do a Tarantino thing. Like, you know, we still could have seen Batman, like, like saving everybody and writing in his, his Mm -hmm. uh, journal, just ending the movie with Batman talking about like enduring would have been like stronger. And that's why this ending doesn't, it didn't make me feel like, um, as inspired. That's all. Like, I just like, or, and I know like, after credit scenes or that or whatever but like, like this feels more like a an after credit scene because it's like a it's mm. kind of a little wink to like here's something that could come and so i like the interactions i just didn't like the placement of the scene in the movie that was that's, my that's that was fair. my yeah that was my, I, was say, I had a I, pick that was my I, nitpick. i can't disagree with you but i also <laughs> didn't want the movie to end so yeah. i'm glad it didn't end with him looking yeah up. but i agree mean, if that would have been I didn't that have a long with the length. It was just the placement of the scene. Yeah, because I can totally picture it of you're on that, you know, you're on that emotion like, oh, uh, and then as he's watching and then just boom and credits. Yeah. Like, yeah, I totally get it. Of, if That could be a good spot to end it. Yeah. Um, where they it's do end up ending so it, I think it's good things. to end it too. But uh, yeah, I get you. Micah, did you think that this move, like this scene teased that the Batman sequel is Joker and Riddler teaming up? Not 100%, but I mean, it's a potential, right? I mean, it could sure. happen. Um, but we're definitely getting Mr. Freeze and the whole diamond thing. So that's, that's gonna <laughs> of <happen>. course. <laughs> All I want to know is who the hell is the warden of Arkham Asylum putting Riddler next to Joker? What is he thinking? What is he thinking? He must and there's be obviously a... like, son of a bitch. They're going to get it. They're going to get a new a new one. Jeremiah Arkham is going to be in the next one. He's going to be like, hey, what the hell's going on here? He walks in, he's gonna split him up because that's no. the clown ward <laughs> right now oh god but no i feel i feel very similar to justin where it this scene and i never really thought about it that they're they're both 
they're both here because they need to close the arcs of characters. And also with the Catwoman scene that we're going to talk about later. I mean, yeah. those, those are two arcs in a row closing. But this one specifically with the Joker and Riddler, it does feel I just can't help but watch it and just feel like we're DC. We don't do post credit scenes like yeah. Marvel. So we're just going to put it in the movie. And especially now after watching the the deleted scene with the Joker and Arkham, I'm like, oh, my God, I, that seems just so good. I wish it was in the movie, but I get mm -hmm. why it was taken out. But I don't know I, if I had to nitpick anything in the movie. I wouldn't nitpick this scene. I think if it wasn't there, it wouldn't hurt the movie in my eyes. And I and yeah. I do agree with Justin how ending it with that monologue would have been just cutting to black would have been yeah. incredible. But there, there still were technically story threads to wrap up so i understand either move and i don't mm -hmm. really i'm not going to nitpick them maybe too hard for choosing either or gotcha well then let's go with the what was decided on how to end the movie in uh i can't think of the term of where what selena's in um at the guy at the cemetery Gosh, what is that mausoleum mausoleum yes yeah. thank you where she's in a mausoleum looking at you know her mom's uh spot and batman you know shows up scares the hell out of her and basically a, a bit of a takeaway at first with this scene is in their discussion and how figuring out where she's gonna go and uh batman says you know where will you go she goes i don't know upstate bloodhaven maybe and i remember the bof watch party matthew sharif at that point because he was wearing a night wing hoodie he, yeah i just heard that <laughs> i heard that loud and proud um so that's i mean that's a fun little nod of bloodhaven you know and it doesn't necessarily mean that oh nightwing's coming he's in blood or anything like that but um selena's basically kind of pleading with batman of you know come with me leave because it's just going to get worse it's going to kill you you know that and then as bruce is looking at her batman is looking at her and he sees his eyes go up and the signal is up in the sky yeah. and she says who am i kidding you're already spoken for yeah, I thought um, that this that's a good that, that's a good real quick. I thought it was um we you know we find out what happens to Selena. She leaves. But we also get more of the new Batman, quote unquote, where mm -hmm, yeah. you know, um especially when he when he when he looks at the signal and, and that that line of you know, you're already what am who am I kidding you already spoken for? Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's I, and she says, you know, it's going to kill you. This city's not going to change. And he's, you know, he says, and she's like, come with me. We'll, what was it? Take on some hedge fund people or whatever. You know, yeah. take yeah. them, uh, have some fun, bat in the cat. And you know, he just says, I've got to, you know, I've got to try. Mm -hmm. Even though he probably knows, yeah, it's probably a, uh, you know, um, failed endeavor, but I got to try. This is this is what I am, and Gotham needs me. I'm, you know, um, and it's her telling him you should go. You know, he's kind of wanting to stay there with her. The signals up in the sky, and she's like, "You should go," because she knows too, right? Yeah. He's spoken for, lady. But also interesting in the fact of so she's she's kissed him in this movie. He slightly kind of leans in and gets a bit of a friend zone uh, blockage <laughs> from Catwoman at this part. And I don't know who it was that had mentioned something of, well, he's spoken for. He's kind of fixed, you know. Uh, now, she said it 
early in the movie that she has a thing about strays and that now he's not a stray so not mm. as appealing oh, man. uh not as appealing and you know or something like that and i don't know if that's too deep and i i apologize i don't remember who i heard that from but i was like that's actually a really interesting you know callback uh stretch reach i don't know something like that and it's yeah, that's great. i mean if it follows yeah. right after you know she says that he's spoken for so i mean that's it's a fun it's a fun thing to connect and if you want to think of it that way then go for it if you don't like you don't have to but uh i do like their final interaction i think we leave selena at a, at a really good spot because she leaves with money so you know um I don't know if you guys saw any of this, but there were some strong reactions to Selena's outfit in this movie as Catwoman. Uh, but I think she leaves it perfectly. Of she has this money, Not and perfectly. I think <laughs> Justin, I didn't even mean to. But uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. But uh, she can come back with a more developed, full-on Catwoman suit. She can come back, Catwoman. Period. Yeah. And I hope. I don't know how they'd be able to do it. It would be great if we have no idea she's going to show up when she does. And she, and she pulls a full on Catwoman uh, reemergence, like in dark victory, I think Batman, he, he gets sprung in a trap and he's hanging there and that we haven't seen Catwoman in quite a while. And that's when she's back and she saves him. Something like that, I think would be an awesome moment in like the sequel or maybe even, you know, the third one, although I hope she's in the sequel. Uh, I, I, it'd be cool if we don't know that that Kravitz is in the next one and she shows up in a full on Catwoman suit. I don't know how they could cap that and keep it as a surprise, but uh, yeah. that'd be nice. That's my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. it's. Um, I, I think it'd be cool if it, she's just part of the cast. You know, like it's just Batman's world. She's there. Why wouldn't she be there? I don't know. Like they're she's all in like that, right? I mean, I can go they, either way. You know, it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it, she could be in it. She could not be in it. Like. I'm just, it's kind of like, I feel like he's setting up like, like when you read Batman comics, sometimes the penguin's going to be there just because he's there. Yeah. Or sometimes he's the main like antagonist. Like, I think we can kind of go any, any way on this. So, you know. What, I mean, I mean what's I, great with Reeves, he really is world building this world, yeah. his world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with, I mean, they all still like, except for Falcone, you know. Yeah. And he's not really a you know Batman <laughs> rogue, but I mean he's keeping uh, all of it open, and and, mm-hmm. it, and they are there. The Riddler's still there. The, the Joker we know we know from the deleted scene, but we don't know when we watch the film itself. He's already had a, a confrontation or with the Joker. Um, the yeah. Riddler, uh, the the Penguin is moving up to being more of the Penguin that we know with the mob boss. And uh, part of these spinoffs shows like the Penguin and Arkham, if we get it, it's it's just fleshing out this world more, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of the typical, you know, what we got with the with the Burton Schumacher films of you know killing off villains and they don't, you know, it's just you're you're keeping this world open and expanding, not open, but you're also mm-hmm. expanding the world. Yeah which I'm a fan of for sure. And I did like it would the be, fact, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Ron. I was just going to say, cause it would be cool. And I remember having this kind of conversation when I was a kid of, you know, Joker, Joker died at the end of 89 
it would have been cool for you know doesn't need to uh, that he somehow pops up and returns in forever or something just to have him around and i i like i think we're on that nolan did it with scarecrow in his trilogy uh that here you know here if reeves wants to he can bring back catwoman penguin riddler and joker next movie in any form that he wants to because they're all still there and within reach so i i do like like that aspect and selena's just she's heading off to bloodhaven uh she's her and bruce stroll through the cemetery because i mean you know what a what a date night and they go their separate ways and he's watching her in the mirror i mean as far as we know she got to that next stoplight and then turned around and just decided to you know come back or something i don't know it's completely open which i i appreciate i did like the subtle um reveal of the the bat cycle itself with the yeah. you know he just we just see it i mean there's that's yeah. it you know and um the fact you know that they ride out together Mm-hmm. And then they get to the intersection and he goes one way. He goes to Gotham. She well, goes the other way. He's behind it. He speeds up there in the yeah. cemetery. Like he flies up and then he like slows down so that they can ride together. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> and this is like uh, talking about one, the you know, this ending with Batman. It does end with a shot of Batman. And I think, you know, he, we see him on the, on the bat cycle he's watching in the rearview mirror as she's going away. Mm-hmm. And then you just, again, with his, with his acting without saying a thing, just the way he yeah. turned, then he refocuses back on Gotham and his whole face changes like that. Cause mm-hmm. now it's the back signals shining. I got to get to Gotham. I'm Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the music track, I should have created a needle drop for this bill because I think I mentioned it every chapter by chapter, but it's all well that ends farewell. It's also a really good track, great music, which by this point we like, of course, the whole score has been, but it ends in a really cool of like drums and like bam, does like a really loud pop cut to black, which I think is a cool, um, a cool little like, yeah, sort of deal. Yeah, um, you mentioned that the. I, that was one of my other things was the the score is so great at this this whole this whole ending scene mm-hmm. like i feel like it's part of my i think it's most some of the most powerful stuff at the end as as it's kind of closing out so i really enjoyed it mike is there anything you haven't that we haven't touched on that you'd like to give me another shot of clarity here <laughs> i don't think i got anything for you this time the only thing i was going to okay. say which you guys j- literally just said was how fantastic the score was and how it's the very positive. It's like one of the first times Batman's doing something, and there's like not just that dark, ominous, yeah. boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. It's it's finally so much. It's so different, and you can you can see it on him with his acting. So I think how my dad mentioned the acting, and how you guys mentioned the music, it just pairs together so well. Yeah. Where you can hear you can you can hear the change in Batman. You can see it. You can feel it. And all these different ways. And I just love how as soon as his eyes turn away or as soon as Selena heads over the hill in the rearview mirror and she's gone, he's instantly, he's back on mission. He's back to task. What's next? And he's going to see Gordon and at the bad signal. And I just love how fast he gets refocused and how that's, he's, meet, that's how he's meeting happens. Gordon. Who's informing him. There's this guy who's bald and he's throwing eggs at people. <laughs> 
I think they're calling him Egghead. A man can dream. A man can yeah. dream. Oh, man. The, <laughs> the ending reminds me a lot of how Batman Ego ended, where Batman's headed to, you know, to, to fight something. You don't know exactly what it is, but you don't really need to know. And that's why I think yeah. this movie's so complete where we're obviously going to get a sequel. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for it. But if we never did, I wouldn't I wouldn't be unsatisfied. I think this movie is more than enough. It it contained itself, which I mean, I know, Bill, you've been a champion of this for for BOF. And I mean, maybe it's because it really got beaten into our heads a little bit with Nolan's approach for his trilogy. But that's because, like, I don't know, that kind of works. That should be the blueprint of uh, nothing says they can't like leave a little bit of breadcrumbs but if if you you're not promised the next one so end you know with satisfaction here which like Micah just said and I think we've we've mentioned too of if we don't get another one this feels like it's a it's a story there's a it beginning is. middle and yeah. end to this movie period we're not like I like it's unfinished we need the next one soon because you know I don't know yeah. how it ends. No, we know how this ends. And there is, I mean, in just like in ego and Michael, you said it well of, we don't know where he's going, but we don't need to either. And that too, think of no one of he, his approach to filmmaking his loving story goes on in our head. So we can, mm. in my version, he's fighting egghead in, uh, in Bill's version. He's, he's <laughs> off to fight crazy quilt and Justin's crazy version. Quilt, yes. He's going to listen to Danzig at home. Uh, Micah, I don't really know what your, what your Batman would, would go off to do, but um yeah I, I i think that's a great it's a great and a great ending on my bad man he he instantly turns around as a j turn and just goes away with selena <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and goes to italy in a cafe goes to italy yes yep. and pete's oh, boy, there even sounds great pete's, pete's there with boudin sausage <laughs> in his pocket <laughs> yep in his pockets just pulling them out here bruce here's selena Oh man. All right. Um, well let's let's go around, guys, and on any final thoughts on this chapter. Uh Justin, let's start with you. Yeah, man. Uh again, top top five, top three Batman moment, you know, like it's when it, you know, when people start making lists, you know, lists yeah. are very popular and you're like top Everybody five loves Batman moments. That's just gotta be there. It really does. And it in the in all of the Batman actors there's so much good mm-hmm. batman eyeball here <laughs> him and keaton are the master of batman <laughs> so eyeball. much batman eyeball yeah. so it, it works really well um you know i i love that my favorite part is is the entire rescue scene and so love it i think it i still wish it would have ended on that part but you know we st- we needed to have this closure with selena and bruce as well and so that that works too so yeah yeah big thumbs up uh bill how about you uh well starting with the batman reaching out his hand and the kid taking it and then bella real and then the rest following him out while he has the light up through this this was you know watching it the first time and even watching it uh, uh additional viewings it's it, it's it's my probably my favorite part of the film overall and I know we get to, you know, like in the very first trailer, we, you know, we get the, you know, who in the hell are you supposed to be? And he beats the hell out of that guy and I'm vengeance, you know, and everybody's like, yeah. Yeah. This was more of a, yeah, for me, starting with that, that light, you know, leading the way 
in the right at the end of the previous chapter into this. So uh, it it ended it ended perfectly for me. Um, even even when I tried to question why the the short Riddler Joker scene was in there, I get it. Mm-hmm. And especially after hearing what Matt, why Matt Reeves included it, and I'm 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 I know I can go in there and watch it again. I can put it you put it in Blu-ray or I can put it on HBO Max. But we've talked a lot about this movie over the last mm-hmm. what three months, four months, whatever so, yeah. we started this. So it's kind of uh, sad to come. It comes to an end as far as just discuss, d- dissecting it like this. Yeah, it's been fun. It has. Uh, Micah. Yeah, I think I think there's so many amazing scenes in Batman's filmography over the decades, and most of them are kind of like when my dad's like that hype, you know, like very badass, cool scenes. Yeah. But I think the best, in my opinion, the best and and most powering, empowering are the ones that kind of hit on an emotional level. And you see that in the Dark Knight, and especially with the Dark Knight Rises. But in this film, this this scene specifically with Bruce or Batman carrying the girl down and his monologue and the symbolism throughout the movie of hands reaching out to another and and grabbing it. I just mm. it just it just hits differently for me. It really mm-hmm. does. And I, I I remember watching it for the first time. I just was almost brought to tears with just how incredible that scene was and well, i was i was pat, pat blubbering like acting. a damn fool yeah. i think is how you would uh describe bill the end of I mean, dark knight well, rises well, micah makes a, <laughs> i mean micah makes a great point i didn't again i'm learning something um alfred reaches out his hand to bruce and bruce takes it and then batman reaches out his hand to the people and the kid takes it and then bella Real, i mean you know it's what all we're connected, learning? man. It's all connected. Ah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, echo all three of your guys' uh, thoughts with mine. It's been fun going this, you know, deep into thinking about everything with the movie the past three months. Uh, this this last chapter, yeah, this that's a great moment. I can't. Dis- I don't disagree with Justin's um, point. I can totally see of ending on that where you know him batman looking up but i'm also really really glad got the the arkham scene and then the bruce and selena scene to cap it off too uh i don't i have no nitpicks because i don't want to and i this has i mean this is a at least a top 10 batman moment is with with that girl in the in the stretcher and and stuff and it's so good and as well as his monologue with the journal entry and all that stuff connecting it to how he was at the beginning is yeah this is a, a great capper for uh, a great movie greatest batman movie that's ever been made that's not my opinion i don't know i don't want to talk about that anyways until the next one always, until the next, always one. To the next one yeah yeah always till the next one and that's going to be the best so that let's put a pin in it let's end it here yeah. uh let's do some some quick goodbyes and wrap-ups and plugs and all that justin kowalski kick us off yeah, follow me on Twitter. That's all. I <laughs> there you go. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, Justin M. Kowalski, or you can you can catch me on the latest Batman Book Club as we wrap up. There you go. Wrap up the uh, Kelly Jones, Doug Minch, Batman Vampire Crimson Mist. Crimson Mist. Yeah, which Kelly Jones he sought it out and did a shout out for it. Even. Yeah. 
So that was a that was very nice. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. He says a bloody good talk on Crimson Mist, and uh, retweeted. So that was that was pretty nice. Uh, there you go, Micah. What do you got? You can find me over on YouTube on Ramy Review and every now and then on on the, some random BOF show. I know me and Javi recently just did a bad animation of Batman Beyond's first two episodes. Rebirth, so uh bill aside from your uh philadelphia eagles fan site what else what else do you got cooking shut the hell in the... <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need a moment here after that okay. <laughs> <laughs> we lost ryan's mic <laughs> okay uh all i got batman on film go there that's it there you go, go uh there. go to batman on film you can see that i have some reviews posted up lately as well as uh, the batman book club my podcast those episodes bill also generously posts on batman on film uh or listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts the batman book club follow on twitter at the batman bc so okay, I, oh, I got one more plug I didn't Ooh, one more about. okay speaking of and i've mentioned this before but uh the batman or bat Batman on film chapter by chapter is spinning off to its own podcast and we're going to start at some point with Batman 89 here in the very near future. So oh, Ryan, Justin, Micah, <laughs> everybody else. Um, we're going to, the only issue with Batman 89, I checked it out already, is that there's like 450 chapters that, that ah. the, way, the way the DVD or the Blu-ray is divided up. And so I will have to go watch it. I'll have to force myself to watch the whole thing oh, and, then try to, and then try to come up and then <laughs> just divide it up, you know, that way. So I'll try to, but it's a shorter movie than the Batman. So I, we can get, get done through that in less than 17 chapters. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, everybody's oh, welcome to come on and talk I about got, the, real excited. <laughs> the chapter. We'll start with 89 and, you know, go from there. So that's it. I want to mention that it'll just be me and pete for returns no. <laughs> <laughs> i'd listen to it that sounds good yeah. <laughs> sounds good to me uh so yeah that'll i mean stick around keep your ear to the ground because yeah there there's gonna the next chapter is going to make credits interesting you're gonna learn some things about batman and that so i think from here on out we'll just let announcer rachel take us out Thanks for listening to the BOF Social Hour, Jet's official vlog and podcast on Batman on Film. Follow Jet on Twitter, at Batman on Film. Follow the BOF newsfeed on Twitter, at the Batman on Film. For Jet and everyone at BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Authoritative, definitive, the original. Batman on Film, established in 1998. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.